0: Welcome to Books on Air. I'm Suzanne Harris. Books on Air is a series where we do a deep dive into the writer's passion. We talk to them about why they wrote the book, find out about their writing process, and we ask them what they hope that their reader will take away from the book. You're going to get a real glimpse behind the curtain, if you will. Joining me today is someone I really can't wait to introduce you to. He is such an interesting, interesting person. His name is David Goodman, and he's here to talk about his historical fiction novel, The Adventures of Norvell Jameson. Welcome, David. It's such a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much for joining me.
1: Uh thank you, Suzanne. It's nice to be on your show. Heard a lot of great things about you.
0: Oh, you're very kind, David. You're very kind. This is just, (laughs) it's so much fun for me to talk to people like you. Uh, You know, authors write books for lots and lots and lots of different reasons. And I'm really curious about how you found Norvell Jameson and how finding his story influenced you to write this book because it's it's about a a real guy, but you've you've fictionalized it a little bit. Is that right?
1: Uh, somewhat, uh, Norville. The, the my character Norville was, was was inspired by a real guy, uh, but Norville, the character, he was named after my cousin. My cousin was a good-hearted guy. God rest his soul. And uh, but Norville was actually the opposite of him. Yes, ma'am. And the guy that I based my, my book on, this guy, he, he's, uh, he was a big old guy. He was six seven by 300 pounds.
0: That is a big old guy, guy, David.
1: This, this guy was hell on wheels, ma'am. He was hell on wheels.
0: What's his story? Tell me a little bit about him.
1: Well, Norville, the character, he was born in, you know, the... the Son and daughter sharecroppers. And Norville always stood off from the rest of the kids because he was always had was getting in all sorts of trouble and and he had a real bad temper. But the thing that actually really pushed him over the edge is when he saw his best friend get killed. Oh. And when he done that that traumatized him. And at the time now Norville was eight years old. So when he seen his best friend get killed, that 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 pushed him over the edge, and he became a whole totally different person from that day forth.
0: And that was before he was six foot seven and three hundred and fifty pounds. Wow. Yes, ma'am.
1: Yes, ma'am. because well, uh, oh, yes, over time as his uh his temper grew just as well as his size, and he became uh like I said, he was hell on wheels, and he basically he he terrorized the whole community. But the only he, thing that really saved the community was he ended up going off the war. When he went off the war, everybody started celebrating.
0: Oh wow! So he was a bad guy.
1: He was a bad guy.
0: But he was a bad was, guy because of what happened to him when he was a little boy, right?
1: Yes, yes, that traumatized him real bad.
0: How did this book come to you? When you write fiction, it's it's a process. That's a, a different kind of, of thing that happens. I've written fiction myself, and I know kind of what it's like. How do you write, David? Do you sit down and start writing at the computer? Do you write on paper? Do you see it in your head? Do you outline it? What do you do?
1: What I do is when I'm writing, I put myself in that mood like I'm actually there witnessing and everything. Like I'm writing, a, like a a play for for my script. So I, I put myself in that kind of mode, and once I do that and get to writing, every now and then, you know, I have some stumbling blocks where I got to ball the paper up and start all over from scratch again. Right. But that's how I get myself into that mode. Of, I'm putting myself in a position as if I was there, as if I was as if I was that person. That's, oh, that's what
0: I do. Yes. It's like you're in their head looking out through their eyes, right?
1: Yes, yes, yes.
0: I get it. I get it 100%. Now, <laughs> yeah, but you realize that there are people out there who don't understand that, and they think we're both a little nuts. Because I, <laughs> I get it, David. I, I've, I've written fiction, and it's the most interesting thing that happens to you as a writer because you do have to do that you it's like you go somewhere else and it's like it's not you it's some character that's watching whatever it is that's happening is that fair to say
1: yes you hit the you hit the nail right on the head you're right you're 100 percent right
0: now i was reading your bio and you're an interesting guy in yourself you've been a professional wrestler You've studied martial arts. Yes. You've been involved in the construction business. Yes. Do you think that any of those things that you did in your real life influenced the way you wrote the book or influenced the characters in the book?
1: Yes, ma'am. I mean, uh, I would have to say uh, 98% of it did because I guess just like Norville, You know, I I didn't have the best of childhood, and I've had things happen in my life. And a lot of times I had needed a way to let out my frustrations. So I let out my frustrations. That's one of the reasons why I got into wrestling. And then once I got into wrestling, you know, i done that for a little while, and I found out that wasn't for me, and then I got back into construction. And so that's when I started taking up the martial arts. And, you know, and I loved it and all that. And also, too, with me traveling all over the country, I met a lot of interesting people and that played a big part of my book and If you read into my book like one of the one of my characters, like the the guy Milton, and Milton is inspired by a true character. this guy was a guy that I came up in my in my in my town. you know
0: is he a good guy or a bad guy? <laughs> 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 I
1: I I, don't, I, guess it, I I but back then well if you look at it from somebody else's point of view, he, he would seem like he would be a bad guy, but from our point of view, we would say he's a good guy. This guy this guy was making money. He was making money the illegal way, but you know, back then I guess everybody they had to do what they had to do. But he was one of the first guys that would that start doing that. That's what inspired me to write the character Milton into my book.
0: It sounds like, and that's a perfect answer, David. You said he's a good guy and he's a bad guy, so you don't get yourself in trouble. That's a perfect thing to do, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Did you find, I think that what you just said, I think happens often, especially when you write fiction, because you meet people, and all of a sudden when you're writing a book, you'll kind of see that kind of character. It's not exactly that person, but some of the things that they did seem to fit with some of the characters in your book. Did you find yourself being inspired by other people that you knew?
1: Uh, yes. Um, Like the guy that I named my character, Norville, not my cousin, but the real guy that 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 would inspire me to write the book. Uh-huh. This guy, he was raised up in North Philly. This guy was a bully, and this guy was going around robbing people, and he was extorting people. And this guy, if you ever saw the movie Friday, this guy, the guy Debo, mm-hmm. that's how this guy was. But this guy was ten times worse. Sir. Wow! And he 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 was something else, and so. He, he's one of the reason why I started writing the book, but I couldn't use his name, so that's why I decided to use my cousin's name. You know, in honor of my in honor of my deceased cousin. I which like. I still miss him to this day. You know, I like. Man, him was like
0: brothers. I like that that you wanted to do an homage to your cousin because you loved him so much. I really think that's very special. I think he knows, don't you?
1: Yeah, and his name was Norville Sanders. Real good guy, real good guy.
0: Tell me about the book cover. Where did that come from?
1: Okay, this is what i done. When I first came up with the idea, I didn't know how I wanted to do it. So I'm looking at it that the first, my first book cover that I came out with, that we're going to have different pictures on, on each side of each corner of the book, so on what I've been through. And then somebody said, "Now nah, that'll be too much. That means you won't have enough room to, you know, to put the name of your book and this and that and other. Because that's too much stuff. It's giving away too much on the book without them actually reading it. So I came up with the idea. I said, what if I come up with the idea of him holding the globe? Like him looking down at the world, like he's, he's seeing everything. Like he's in control of his destiny. And so I... Went to, and I'm also an artist too. I can also draw too. Oh, wonderful! Uh, so what I done though, I drew it up, and then I sent it to a good friend of mine. Her name Danielle Py, She she's a computer expert. I sent it to her, and then she looked over it, and then she sent it to our universe and our uni- which is my publisher, and our universe and I loved it. So they just jumped on it and they designed it for me. I love it. Uh,
0: I love it that you have Norvell being bigger than life and that he really was in control of his own destiny. And you know that there's a poem by Robert Frost that talks about the road not taken. And he starts out the poem with um something about he comes across two roads in a wood, one less traveled, and I took the road less traveled instead of the one that was the most traveled. And Norvell came to that very choice, and he made the choice and that changed the rest of his life. Is that fair? Yes. Who who did you write this for? When you were thinking, when you were writing and thinking about the book, who in your mind did you see reading the book?
1: Well, I didn't have no idea I was even planning on writing the book, because the idea came to me to write the book was, like i said being i'm in construction i'm in crane and rigging
0: mm-hmm.
1: and i had found and i found myself getting sleepy so i the way where my crane was set up at i said if they catch me sleep i'm gonna get fired <laughs> so i better do something <laughs> so i picked up a pad and a pen and i just started writing <laughs> i just started writing and writing i just came up with a story and i just started writing and a buddy of mine named colin carl said what are you writing i said here read this so he read it then he gave it to Joseph Miles he read it he said you need to go ahead and finish writing it and so those two guys inspired me to finish writing this book I said I I already started so I need to go ahead and just finish it so that's why I said that's why I put myself into that character mode looking through their eyes the character that's how I was able to start writing
0: I love that
1: so basically, I've done a, I done ai really start writing out of desperation. Either start writing a get fired <laughs> one.
0: Oh, David, you're making me laugh entirely too much today. Yeah. You're just wonderful. You know what? Yes. I love that story because what happened for you was that you were struck by inspiration. At a time that your mind was so wide open, it said, let's do it.
1: Oh, yes. And can I say something? Sure. thing about coming back with that situation was I had a buddy of mine. He had got fired, too. Well, he almost ended up getting fired. And um, he fell asleep. He was on his crane. And I guess they called themselves playing a joke on him. And what they done was they they uh got some string and got a, a cardboard and they put it across because he was sitting leaning against his crane uh, sleep and so when he woke up he seen a little cardboard around his neck saying you fired oh, no.
0: <laughs> I, said, I don't want that to happen to me <laughs> Oh no no yeah. I don't want that to happen mm-hmm. to you either But yeah. but that's ju- I think that's so interesting because it, I mean that's not even something. You really intended to happen. You just thought, "Here's what I'll do." That's that's true inspiration, David. That's true inspiration. Yes, it it just you. it came to you out of the blue and saved your life, as it were.
1: Yeah, it did. It saved me from getting fired. <laughs> I love
0: that. Did you read a lot as a kid?
1: I was always fascinated with history. Really? And if you look at the back of my book cover, uh-huh. it says, uh, I know if it goes into the Belgian Congo. Right. See, it, it's called the Belgian Congo now, but back then it was, uh, but now it's called Zaire. Right. I was always, I was always fascinated with history. So I, I've had no problem with reading. I, I mean, I love to read, especially history.
0: I think that that shows in your book, too. Because you have I mean World War one you could have chosen any time to to write the book to set the book, you could have chosen any time to do that, and you set it in World War one why World War one
1: World war one well, World War one changed everything, yes, it did and like I said, I've always been fascinated with history, and this is right after the Civil War, and you know all the slaves have been freed and that you had the Jim Crow laws and everything that's going on, with you know, what the African American people have to endure, and so Norville get traumatized with all this and stuff. And and the war is really what saved Norville's life, cause just like he had done so much dirt and terrorized about his mom and dad, was afraid eventually if he if he don't leave, something's going to end up happening to him. So that's why I say that's why I pick World War One as that date.
0: It's actually perfect, because you're right. There'd been enough time between the Civil War and World War I that a lot of things had happened and not good things that happened in history. You're absolutely right. And and plus, you're right, it changed everything. The Civil War changed everything. World War I changed everything. World War Two changed everything. And please don't let us have another one. I don't want everything to change again. Do you?
1: No, ma'am, we sure don't. We do right. not want nothing like that to ever happen again. Me either. But the book that I I have now that's under construction. Yes, ma'am. <coughs> excuse me, I'm calling a uh, Norville James, the volume two, the origins of the monster. It's oh. gonna, yes, yes. It's basically gonna say how what all that happened to him for the time he was born, right before he went off to war. It's going to chronicle his life in between there. And if you thought that this first book was exciting, wait until you read this one. It's up under construction now, even as we speak.
0: Now, you're not afraid you're going to get fired. This is just something you want to do because it came to you, right?
1: Yes, and the thing about it is, though, everybody loved the first book. So and my main goal was to make sure that they got so into the first book that keep them coming back more for the second book because I got five more stories right behind this one my my book is a six book series
0: do you realize what's happened David do you realize that think about what you've just told me think about how this whole thing started for you this whole thing started as a way for you to keep yourself awake and listen to what's happened your mind has just taken hold of this And now you've got five more stories, six if you count the one you're working on now. Congratulations. That's absolutely wonderful.
1: Thank you, ma'am. Thank you, thank you, thank you.
0: My pleasure. Let's tell our listeners where they can find the book. Now, this is on Amazon. Let me give you some specific titles and let me spell David's name and make sure you can find the book. If you go to Amazon, the title of the book is The Adventures of... Of Norvell, and it's spelled N-O-R-V-E-L-L, Jameson, J-A-M-I-S-O-N, by David, D-A-V-I-D, Goodman, G-O-O-D-M-A-N. All you have to do is put that in, click on it, and the book will come up and you'll see that wonderful book cover. Now, David, I think it's available in a couple of other places that you want to mention. Tell me where else our listeners could find it.
1: You can also find it on Barnes and Nobles, uh, Books A Million. You can order them through Walmart. Uh, you can also, if you want to get it quicker, you can order through my iUniverse uh, web page. Go to, uh, just type in uh, iUniverse.com and uh, pull up David Goodman, and uh, there you'll see my book. And it'll come to you a lot faster.
0: Is there anything else on that page? Is there, a, is there a bio about you or anything like that there, David?
1: Uh, by, yes, my bio is on the back, too.
0: Perfect. Now, I think that you're going to do something with TikTok, right?
1: Yes. That's up under construction even as we speak.
0: So our, our listeners can look for you on TikTok. I can't wait to see what you're going to do on TikTok.
1: And you can also look at me on Facebook too. You can also find me on Facebook too.
0: How would I find you?
1: You would uh, just type in uh, David Rose Goodman.
0: And I can. Uh, there you are, right? Yes. Now, you and I have chatted and chatted and chatted about this book, and I have enjoyed talking to you so much.
1: I have too, ma'am.
0: <laughs> You've been. It, I love the. First of all, your honesty about how you started writing. That's the first time I've ever had that story about how somebody started writing. And I'm so excited for you. I can't wait to see what happens with the rest of these books. But our listeners, right now they're listeners, but they're going to become readers. And they're going to pick up a copy of The Adventures of Norvell Jameson. And they're going to sit down and they're going to start reading that book. And when they finish it, when they close that back cover, whether physically or electronically for the last time, what do you really want them to take away? Do you want them to take away that they've been entertained by a really adventurous story about a, a guy that whose life just was a, a series of violent incidents? Or is there a, another message that you want them to take away?
1: Well, one of the main messages that I'm trying to get to a lot of people understand is, you know, no matter who you are, that, that's what happens to a. You can see what happens to a child once they get traumatized. And when you traumatize a child, you, messes with, you mess with their mind and, and and no telling what kind of effect it have on them.
0: That that's good. why you
1: hear about kids getting in trouble and this and that, and that because the kids have been traumatized. And us as parents, we're supposed to protect our kids from those things.
0: You know, that is a perfect message for right now. Our our world is such a mess and there's so much violence. That's a perfect yes, message for you to push out there to the universe. David, I can't tell you what a pleasure it is to have talked to you today. You are Inspiring, you're delightful, you're funny. I've just had a <laughs> great time talking to you. Thank you so much thank for being you. my thank guest.
1: Thank okay, then. Same here, too, ma'am.
0: You've been listening to Books on Air brought to you on the WebTalkRadio.net platform. You can also hear this podcast on Apple, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. Remember, keep reading keep writing and keep on telling your stories. Thank you so very much for listening, and we hope to see you again next time.